Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report for Tuesday, the 21st of March, and we should have Harley Schlanger there. Harley, are you there? Oh, okay, we're still having some connection issues, although I did get a confirmation from Harley. Uh, he's showing up there. Let me see if I can, for some reason, maybe you're not connecting in your board. I want to see if I can connect with him. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll stop, but uh, I know that he just messaged me a minute ago, so he is available. And he has a phone number there, too, in, in Berlin, Germany. Um, yeah, Harley has lots to, to cover because lots of going on in Europe. Uh, Angela Merkel is actually in cahoots with the opponent of Le Pen trying to see if they can down her. But this, the, the, we call the secret exit polls, and uh, polls are showing Le Pen is far ahead of the opponent that's, that's basically against nationalism in France and against pulling out of the euro and the eurozone and pulling out of the current version of NATO, which needs to be revised as per Trump. So, uh, Harley, uh, it's wonderful to have you back. Uh, let's go over all the issues that are going on in, in Germany and Europe. What's at the top of the agenda today? Well, I, I think the first thing uh, just has to be the from the hearings yesterday, what became clear is the absolute insanity of the Democrats in continuing to push this line that uh, the Russians were trying to uh, seize the election for Trump because Trump is an agent of the Russians. This is also the line coming out of British intelligence. And it's very interesting to see that the British are hysterical about the expose that their central intelligence office, the General Command Headquarters, was doing surveillance on Americans on behalf of the CIA and the NSA. Now, well, standard, the same that's standard time, procedure, though, isn't it? I don't think this is... It's out been of the standard order. for a long time. For, yeah. uh, how about seven decades? Would that be uh, good? Well, I would say for quite a while since they yeah. trained us on how to do it. Right, exactly, but back I, after I, World I, War II. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, during World War II, Sir William Stevenson was the guy who came over and helped the U.S. set up the bad side of the intelligence community. Exactly. Now, the other thing that's interesting is a report that came out uh, I believe it was yesterday that Bill Clinton, I believe in 2014, received half a million dollars for appearing to speak at a uh, Russian bank uh, in Moscow. Ooh. So, you know, for those people who are saying this, that the, there's they're just searching for evidence on Trump being controlled by the Russians. How about the uh, Bill Clinton connection there? Well, that's the best way to uh, to divert from yourself is to accuse somebody of the crime you've done, isn't it? 
Oh, and that's all they've been doing. And, and they've been doing it over and over and over. Uh, it, it's really not exactly... Uh, I mean, it's not credible at all. But the problem is that this is what is covered in the American media. Uh, so, I, you know, I think that what we're looking at is uh, a pushback. Actually, the New York Times, it was in the New York Times in 2015, reported that Clinton received $500,000 for a Moscow speech from a Russian investment bank with ties to the Kremlin. Wow. That's the quote. So, Well, you would, you would figure that if there's some kind of money like that flowing, it's for deals like the deal they did in uh, Oregon to give uh, 20 or 25% of our uranium for that mine directly to the Russians. Yeah, and when when something like that goes on, you know they're looking for something on Trump. There's nothing that's appearing now. So what does that lead them to conclude? That it's extremely well hidden. That it's done through other channels. Uh, and so you want to talk about conspiracy theories? The deep state and the Democrats and the left are pushing a conspiracy theory against Putin and against Trump. Right, And whenever it's challenged, they say, oh, the people attacking us have fake news. So, well, I, th- so I, I think, think what it is is that, the, the, this is what I've heard from my sources, that by 2020, the globalists want to have a cashless world with seven trade zones, according to the Council on Foreign Relations Fall 1973 uh, uh, magazine, that their Agenda 2030 they put out last year in New York City with the Pope and Obama and 72 world leaders they're moving forward with their agenda to have a new world government by 2020, three years from now. So, uh, well, and part of that, the linchpin for that was the British-American relationship with the British in the controlling position. That is now collapsing. I think we can say that Trump is rejecting the special relationship with the British, uh, especially on intelligence. Now, he's not rejecting the people of England because he's embracing Brexit. Now... What's, so what's being pushed to try to defeat Trump? The free world versus godless communism. I mean, that's essentially the line that you're getting. Right. Now, uh, yesterday, the, in the hearings, uh, the Democrats were going out of their way to try to, uh, to hit this thing. But uh, you know, Clapper and others are now saying that there's no evidence to show that Trump had any connection. And so Trump tweeted out, this is fake news and everyone knows it. So, you know, I, I think the, the desperation is obvious. And I've been back in the United States now for just four or five days. And from watching the American media, uh, it's impossible to, to imagine a more hysterical set of reporters and I, I was watching MSNBC because I've been hearing about Rachel Maddow. Right. She's just completely off her rocker. And the more crazy she sounds, the more popular she becomes with the far left. So, you know, we're, we're seeing something else, though, which is the other thing that's being missed. Right. Which is the improvement in ties with Russia and China. Right. There haven't been meetings yet with Trump, with the, the leaders of those two countries. But... U.S. military has been meeting with the Russians. Yeah, they're coordinating, Tillerson aren't they? Been, they're coordinating yeah. their efforts now. Yeah. Tillerson has been having meetings. He's going to be going to China soon. Uh, there have been exchanges through second level with Xi Jinping with Trump. 
the Trump has now been officially invited to attend the May One Belt One Road New Silk Road conference in Beijing. Right. By, by the way, he's going. By, by the way, I want to make a comment. I'll insert that I'd like you to expand upon the bad, the extra bad behavior of, of North Korea is an advance knowing that Trump was going to make better deals and arrangements with China. And China, since the election, has already made uh, public statements are not happy with North Korea and their behavior. So that's, exactly. a complete that's a complete change in policy. And if we bolster it in America and help China with their policy, they're going to choke off this missile system that, that you, North Korea is doing. North Korea is simply doing this like a bad boy because they know they're about to get swatted down by China who gives them 90% of their food and even their military supplies and their uh, materials for launching these rockets. So if China says it's, it's, yeah, so I think that China basically in advance of the election has been making advanced statements saying they're unhappy with North Korea, which has completely changed in 30 plus years. Bill, in, in something that I found very interesting, uh, Tillerson met with the uh, foreign minister of China and his comments that were reported were the very strong comments he made against North Korea. We're not going to tolerate uh, threats from North Korea to their neighbors. We will work with countries to defeat them. Right. But the first part of his comments were never reported in the U.S. media. He said we should sit down and talk with North Korea and see if we can bring them back into the community of nations. Right. Because the Trump policy is very much oriented around what Reagan tried to do, which was to say... We'll be strong because we'll protect our interests, but we have no desire for war. We wish to seek peace that will benefit both sides. And then Tillerson used the formulation of the Chinese. He said, we're looking for expanded trade, we're looking for balanced trade, and we want a win-win situation. That's why Ma was now, here, over here, and since Ma's been back and forth because he's a member of the Communist Party, they want to make a deal, and they know that whether it's buying up parts of Hollywood or selling us popcorn or, uh, or providing us materials. In fact, uh, the Chinese have been offered to sell us steel for our pipelines we want to build in uh, for North Dakota. But, of course, uh, we well, and they, steel. They, they also said if, if you want us to cut back on steel production because you're going to pick it up, then we would support that. Now, Trump was in Kentucky, I guess, yesterday. And he made a very interesting statement on trade. He, he started talking about our first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, uh, was for protectionism. To the great 18th, 19th century American statesman, Henry Clay, who represented Kentucky in the U.S. Congress and was the Speaker of the House, uh, proposed tariffs to protect American industry and finance American infrastructure. And then he used a term that you and I have been talking about for years, because this is LaRouche's term, Trump said Clay was a supporter of the American system, what was called the American system. And he said he was a fierce advocate for American manufacturing. And then he quoted Clay further on the American system. The sole object of the tariff is to tax, uh, uh, to tax the cheaping, cheap producers from abroad and to allow for the promotion of American industry. For too long, we've abandoned the American system. Now, you want to see a panic occur when Trump starts using the term American system. Right. Uh, that's something interesting. Now, one other thing that happened. The G20 had a meeting in Germany. And Wolfgang Schäuble, the German uh, finance minister, uh, complained about Trump uh, 
uh, he said he's we're worried about what Trump will do on trade. And Mnuchin, who's not a good guy, and you know we opposed him, but it looks right. like Mnuchin has been brought uh, under. Let's just say he's on a short leash from Trump. He, he's on a he's on a strong choke chain. Yeah, right. and and what Mnuchin said is, look, we're not looking for trade war. We're looking for fair and balanced trade. And Schäuble was complaining about this. And uh, Mnuchin said, look, anybody who wants to talk to us, we're open to talk. Uh, if, if you don't want to do it as a block, fine, we'll do it individually. And so this is precisely what has Wall Street and the city of London panicked. And let me make one final point in a preface here. Uh, a contact of mine who is a businessman who's been doing business with Russia for many years uh, in various areas of, in the oil business, not with Exxon, but independently, said that he was in Moscow last week, and he said he used to tell people, LaRouche said the British are behind most of these problems, and they always said, oh, Britain's a rust heap, it's not a power anymore. He said in the last few weeks, people are saying to him, they want to know more about the British system, they want to know more about what LaRouche said, because he said they're beginning to realize that the British are self-exposing themselves. Right. With their open attacks on Trump. Right. And so I think, as we've been talking over the last months about how a transformation takes place, people who are sitting there saying Trump's not doing everything he said he was going to do, Trump has globalists in there, he's got some bad guys in there, watch what he does, not right. what the globalists say. Right. And as my friend Roger Stone said the other day, uh, the rats are on the ship, but they're not steering it. Right. And as long as Trump sticks to this economic nationalist perspective, sticks to the negotiations with the idea of a win-win with Russia, with China, uh, with other countries, uh, then we've got a, a, a tremendous potential. And finally, in Bulgaria, there's a, uh, which is sort of in the front end of the attacks from George Soros, there was a book that came out exposing Soros, and because they knew that this book would be shut down by the uh, people who control the media in Bulgaria, they produced 100,000 copies, which they distributed to for free to influentials across the country as a way of making the point that they're going to expose Soros and keep him out. Right. So the game is up for some of these globalists, and it's time for the American people to stop holding back, stop being cynical, and to put themselves into the middle of this fight. And Glass-Steagall is a crucial aspect of it. Yeah, I think uh, if, if I was to, uh, as a good listener, the first step is Glass-Steagall. The second is to back the U.S. dollar with gold. The third is to have bilateral trade agreements where the uh, border tax is, uh, is either dropped or it's countervailed and that the currencies are locked into an exchange like the Bretton Woods after World War Two, uh, with the U.S. dollar, which is 90% of currency on the planet, that'll stabilize the world economy. Because of Glass-Steagall, it'll wall off the speculative economy so that there'll be real credit again, and small and medium business and infrastructure and the tool and die industry will grow. Uh, fair trade, not, which was, it will be more than free trade, which has caused blocks of nations to be controlled by groups of lawyers, corporations, and globalists. It's going to allow more trade. I think when we have people like Ma that flies over and meets with Donald Trump, you know they're going to work on a deal. As Ma said, 
I want to make uh, at least a million and a half jobs in America, which is good for China. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and and it is. If you look at what's necessary for the country, uh, you'll see that there's nothing coming out of the people who are opposing Trump. They're trying to hold on to the so-called Obama legacy. Now, what's the Obama legacy? Eight years of war. Eight years of insurrections and regime change. Eight years of supporting terrorists and Nazis in Ukraine. Eight years of a declining standard of living. Eight years of wrecking the health care system. That's the legacy which is being defended. I think, actually, you have to think, you know, either Obama is an incomplete incompetent or he's a genius, but he's an evil genius. And I tend to think, number two, that he and his people behind him are trying to deconstruct America because you can't set up a new world order if you have a righteous, powerful, and leading first world nation America to lead other countries like Germany, Italy, toward their own form of nationalism so they can have their own national culture, uh, recipe cards, (laughs) songs, people, without massive invasions of a culture that can't integrate with them. Now, some people say a few percentage of these, uh, say engineers and doctors that come from these other countries, will integrate, but the vast majority of Islam is not going to integrate like in Norway or in Germany, and you're going to have uh, a problem with eventually Sharia law and a cultural clash, and whether they like it or not, this is just a reality they need to face, but Angela Merkel, she was looking all over the place. You can tell she was just like a, a rat cornered when she was there at the, at the podium with uh, Donald Trump, what Trump very... said to her was really great, wasn't it? He said, yeah. when, he, when the question of surveillance came up, he said, well, at least we have something in common. Yeah, and the second comment I thought was, if anything, even funnier, was the idea of we have to confront radical Islamic terrorism. And, of course, it chokes in her throat, just like Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. They would never use those terms. you know. Uh, and, by the way, it's not just radical people. We bring in people like Bill Warner. The Islamic faith itself says that the milder forms of it have to protect the other forms because by Hiraj and by their Takiyah and Maruna, they can't turn other people in. Our best ally would be moderate Muslims that would say, hey, we're going to swear to the U.S. Constitution and not Sharia law and genital mutilation and beating women with a hadith with a certain size rod. We're going to support America. And when Muslims go to fight in our army or our military, there are, in a sense, our best allies against radical Islam. And I think Trump. And Bill, I, I will tell you from talking with law enforcement agents and security people uh, in Europe, most of the tips that they've gotten that's allowed them to stop terror attacks have come from people in the Muslim community. Exactly, and that's and my so point: is we need yeah. to work on that. And I, somebody like a negotiator like Trump will get there, just like they accuse him of wanting to ship all these uh, dreamer kids out, out of the country. He only wants to get rid of criminals. I guarantee you. When he gets that 800,000 gone, he's going to have a pathway to citizenship. And dreamers are going to dream their way into becoming lawyers and judges and, and doctors and engineers and people that have a trade. And they're going to prosper in America and have a home and a car and kids. And You know, it's, it's, it, it's a, they have a completely stilted idea that he's a racist, he's this or that, he's anti-Muslim. When, in fact, we want to create a new version of Islam that doesn't say Sharia law trumps the Constitution. That's it. Right. Well, and that's that's because there's 
to be no established religion in the United States, according to the Constitution. Right, but the point is, if you make sure that that's a point that they get, obviously these moderate Muslims in, in Europe are blowing the whistle on the radical ones because they don't want to be kicked out, they want to have a life. Yeah. Right? Yep, that's right. damaging your appliances, costing you hundreds of dollars each year. You can eliminate lime scale in the entire house with HydroCare products available at Wave Home Solutions. Easy and efficient with no maintenance, no salts, no chemicals, and no coils. And you can buy with confidence from Wave Home Solutions. Performance guaranteed. Just go to bestwater411.com. That's bestwater411.com. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine. Introducing the I Can Get To Silent Salesman mobile marketing app, a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business. Go to appsapart.com and learn how you could earn up to $36,351 or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a $14.95 per month program. Go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the CEO near the bottom. This is something you won't want to miss. Go to appsapart.com now or call 646-860-9540. That's 646-860-9540. Get the I Can Get 2. That's I-C-A-N-G-E-T, the number 2, silent salesman app at appsapart.com. That's A-P-P-S-A-P-A-R-T.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even and promote stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's new triadine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com.
This is the end Hold your breath and count to ten Feel the earth move and then Hear my heart burst again For this is the end So Harley, you have lots more to talk about. Let's uh, rock and roll. I think one of the things I think of, I'd, I'd say that's very unique about Donald Trump, and I think this is it's going to be the kind of leader like Le Pen that we'll have, and rise, leaders that rise to be national leaders that are not only populist but they're pragmatic. They're able, just like the negotiations over the health care uh, in the House, to continue to negotiate to get something that everybody's happy with, and then move on to the next stage, and they're going to renegotiate whatever bill they want in the Senate, and just pass it so they move forward. The same way when we're dealing with Muslims, this idea that it's a Muslim ban, and the courts keep on saying this, is absolute ridiculousness. Uh, Trump, and if he has two clues, which I know he does, and he works with people all the time, he knows that our best ally to defeat in radical Islam is other Muslims. I mean, and the best way, in a sense, to defeat some of the agenda of, say, Goldman Sachs is to have a Goldman Sachs munition as your guy, because he knows where the soft points are in the system, and he knows darn well, he, and although he may need some tutelage and some choke chain on him, that Dodd-Frank needs to go and Glass-Steagall needs to come in. And I think you've had some representations that Donald Trump is very positive. In fact, I think uh, uh, his spokesman in the White House has been very positive in making statements. Yes, we are going to put in Glass-Steagall. So Spicer has said that on, on two occasions recently. Right. And you know, let, let me quickly bring up another point, which is we talk a lot, you and I, about the China-Russia uh, Silk Road initiative. There's an article in the, in the March 19th issue of Forbes magazine by an author named Wade Shepard, who's been traveling along the Silk Road. Right. And think of this. This is Forbes magazine, and the headline is Cooperation on the New Silk Road, a Recipe for Peace. And he said that there are emerging networks of economic corridors, enhanced transportation routes, logistics zones, ports, and manufacturing centers, which stretch from China to Europe as part of the New Silk Road. Then he interviews a, a person who's the head of the new port in Baku in Azerbaijan, who said this is integrating people from uh, far away to around principles that they can understand, good roads, good rail, good ports. Uh, he said we now are in a situation where we can improve our own economy through this cooperation. Now, this is what Trump is looking at. The, and this is when Tillerson talks about win-win. The idea the Chinese had, and, and this, a lot of this came from Mrs. LaRouche. That's why the Chinese still refer to her as the Silk Road Lady. The idea that this is not about hegemony, it's not about global domination, but it's about how do you improve your situation while improving that of your neighbors. Now, isn't that exactly what Trump has been talking about? The idea of cooperation. We want to talk with our former enemies. 
We want to see where we have common interests and act on those common interests. Right. Exactly. And I'm sure he will. I'm sure in the next uh, two terms he has, eight years, uh, that Trump is going to transform not only uh, American politics, but politics around the world and how to do business deals to maintain peace. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath, head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. PatriotPrepared.com carries the leading brands of storable food from Numana, Legacy, and Heaven's Harvest. Patriot Prepared. Our name says it all. We're dedicated to empowering you to be self-reliant and confident in any circumstance. Whether you want to be prepared in the event of an emergency or you're an outdoor sports enthusiast, PatriotPrepared.com has prepackaged meals and kits for your entire family. Legacy, Heaven's Harvest, and Numana are known for high-quality, great-tasting GMO free nutritious food with no chemical preservatives simple to prepare easy to store gluten-free and organic high quality nutrition options with a 25 year shelf life you can't beat the feeling of being food secure when you need it most so go to patriotprepared.com right now to pick up your supply of high quality storable food for your family because it makes good sense to be prepared that's patriotprepared.com do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who... say yes we need to get prepped up and by the way prepped up for a positive future i just had yesterday on the program dr ron classen where plans for life extension for the human race it's going to be collaboration we have to start coming together not just as a collective of nations but almost as organs and a body of humanity where we're all positively working toward each other towards our different organs if you want to call it the organ of china the organ of america the organ of germany and italy as being successful organs you know, uh, the fact is we can't be building all of our future toward either uh, actively promulgating a war, uh, a nuclear, chemical, biological war, when in fact the galactic and solar forces that are affecting our planet are the primary ones driving our climate, and we're amplifying it with pollution. We're amplifying it with policies that are wrong-headed, 
and uh, even our wrong financial policies. Like, uh, so uh, I'm really, I'm really pleased that there are people that are catching on to the Rouge, uh, recalled vision of humanity as a positive transformative force, a negentropic force in the universe, not just on planet Earth, but when we transition in the next century to being a galactic civilization and colonize other planets, we will then become have a different perspective of what it is to be an Earthling and to be a person of humanity and the collective of nations no longer willing to go to each other's throats to destroy the very possibility we'll have life on this planet. And uh, I think LaRouche will have to, have to take a lot of credit for that in your organization. Well, this is what we've been fighting for, and, and this is where you get people who are a little crazy who say things like, well, LaRouche is too esoteric, when in fact what you just described was what was the basis for the positive part of the U.S. space program. Right. And, you know, the, the idea that somehow uh, we have to uh, take care, when they say we have to take care of things on Earth first, well, the way you take care of things on Earth first is, is with science and technology. And the so-called environmentalist movement was created to destroy the United States as an independent republic, uh, it, as a sovereign nation. Right. It was designed mm-hmm. to make the American people pessimistic, depressive, willing to sit in front of their television while nations are blowing each other apart and while we're blowing nations apart, uh, to passively accept the destruction of their future. And coming back to the country after being away from it for a while, you know, I, I see the devastating effects. Just walking through an airport, you see people who are... I don't think I saw one person who didn't have headphones on. And you know, the idea of human contact is something which, if you lose that, if you lose the idea that you can fight over competing viewpoints that you can argue, you can debate. Once you lose that, you don't have a nation anymore. Well, you don't have an organism. See, one of the big problems I see, this is actually the central gospel of not only the ancient Hebrews, but especially of the the Emmanuel God with us, Yeshua Jesus, was that though you do this to the least of my brothers and sisters, you do it to me. And it's not just a cross-humanity thing, it's an entire nation thing. We need to realize why are the Chinese trying to build these islands in the South China? They're trying to get access to resources and when they start talking to the the leader of the Philippines, he said, hey, uh, you got the money and the engineers, let's co-develop our oil resources near the Philippines, because there's lots there. Uh, the Chinese but, yeah, want to and, have, and is, they, they want to see the sky, they want to have clean air. And if they have cleaner fuel to run their country, they'll be happy. You know, uh, people don't want to think and, and these are some of the And Bill, these are some of the simplest points that could be made uh, when you actually get people out of this partisan, polarized state of mind. You know, for example, many of the people now who are piling into the Trump is a Putin agent, Trump is a, a traitor, he's against right. the country, these are people who a year ago or less, you know, six months ago were supporting Bernie Sanders on what? One of the issues was his fight against free trade. Well, that's what Trump is doing. He's fighting against free trade. Is that a Putin policy? No, that was their policy. You know, another thing that he's doing where he's talking about the importance of uh, separating financial and uh, investment banking and commercial banking, that was a key part of Bernie Sanders' platform. 
left Democrats were supporting Sanders on that. But when Trump says it, they're, they're saying, well, Trump is controlled by Putin. So you see the inability to connect an idea with a passion. And the passion is being stirred up by these people who are out to destroy the country around lies and fake stories. You know, I, I saw this story the other day in uh, the New York Post about uh, Putin's nephew is a billionaire with accounts in England. And two days later, they, they said, well, it turns out that's not Putin's nephew. And uh, there's no verification that he actually has these accounts, right. this person they were quoting. But that was a, a correction on page 21 or something like that. Oh, yeah, like they, that. they always do a kind of a minor page correction. This is part of the disinformation ops of the news. And the British, of course, are the masters at it because this is how they created empire. This is how they've been doing it for years. And that's why it's so interesting that we're now getting the story about the, the, uh, uh, the British intelligence role in the dossier against Trump, in the... Uh, uh, surveillance of, of Trump and his supporters. You know, now the story that Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, and, and this uh, uh, third character who's hardly around Trump at all, that these are the subjects of the investigation into influence peddling. You know, Roger Stone said he had one communication with the so-called hacker, Guccifer II, right. you know, who some people think uh, was the one who hacked the... Uh, documents from the DNC, and Roger said that communication was, I sent him a tweet congratulating him when he got his Twitter account restored. And he said, please, investigate me. Put it on television. Let's have televised hearings. Now, the other thing, I don't know if you saw this, but McAfee of McAfee uh, Software Security right. came out with a very lengthy uh, statement on why it's that it couldn't be the Russians that did this. And including an evaluation of the software used, and then also taking into account the new WikiLeaks Vault 7 story on what the CIA is capable of doing. Which and McAfee fa- came out. Yeah. yeah McAfee came out and said, this is an absolute travesty that this story is being treated as truth when there are so many holes in it. Well, the biggest hole, and I, I know because, you know, I've had a past experience with programming and know what these people are saying. If you're an advanced power, you're not going to leave fingerprints all over your hacking into another nation's, you know, of course DNC. Not. It's that's the biggest thing. It's like how can uh, yeah, you be you're, sophisticated? You're, yeah, your how can you be sophisticated? Is, I'm sorry. Yeah. How can you be sophisticated enough to shift an election by hacking, but not sophisticated enough to cover it up? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, uh, what do you want to do? Wave your card out there? I don't think they get points for actually showing that Russia did it, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> how ridiculous do they think they are when the A-team, and by the way, when there's several different hacks and the A-team doesn't have any fingerprints and then the B-team, which is a real serious stuff, has fingerprints all over it, you know, this is, again, coming out of Vault 7. And I know because I took care of employees working at the Virtual World Project in these various computing companies in Colorado, which are the highest level of security, that we are eons ahead in terms of hacking and doing all kinds of things. And dirty deals. In fact, if you look at the list, and Jim Fetzer went over it last week when we did our videos, of at least a dozen hacks that Obama and his administration have done to world leaders and industrial business leaders and international trade and environmental things and the Asia conference, it's mind-boggling. If you look at the list, you say, well, I know what, what, what Obama was doing other than playing golf. He was hacking. 
He and his oh, group were we hacking. Have, I, actually, he was hacking when he was playing golf also, but that's another story. <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you, then you have the, the other side of it, which is that the emails that were produced, let's assume they were hacked, even though they weren't. But let's even assume that. Why is no one talking about the fact that Hillary Clinton ran a dirty tricks operation against Bernie Sanders, that had she not done that, there's a real possibility he would have won the nomination? Well, what about Jeff French, who actually was the agent, who actually was working for Bernie Sanders, got ticked off inside the DNC, delivered it to a a, a British agent at Merrimack American University, Afterward, and we talked about this uh, Monday and uh, on the Monday show yesterday. How, uh, I said, "What happened to him?" I said, "How healthy is? How is he feeling? How is Rich feeling right now?" And she says, "Well, he got three bullets in the back." I said, "Really? I bet that left more than a rash." Oh, he's oh, dead. Okay. He's dead. All he's right. Dead. Just like the like the attorney for Assange is dead in front of a high speed subway in in Britain. I mean. You, the number of dead people that end up dead because they cross the Clinton Foundation of these globalists is ridiculous. So it, it, then you have so you have these stories that are verifiable, right? Versus something which is not verifiable. The intelligence community says they they Comey wouldn't comment yesterday because he said, "Well, there's an ongoing investigation." Well, how long are they going to use the argument of an ongoing investigation? as a cover for continuing to put out false reports. Because the, if, if, in fact, the investigation six months from now turns up that there's no evidence of collusion with Putin, how about the six months more of lies that are going to come out? Well, they want, an, they want enough lies like the Russian statement of he's thrown off mud against the walls, an old Russian saying some of the mud's going to stick. And now the Democrats, you can see this with Schiff, the congressman in the Intel Committee, he was basically calling for a Warren-type commission, which would try to paralyze the Trump government. And eventually, they would get enough crap together that they would say, well, this is justification for an impeachment. So that's what their goal is. That's their goal. Oh, yeah. That's their goal. And the question then is, why? What has Trump done that makes him impeachable? And it's not anything that he's done. It's what he said he's going to do to shift U.S. policy. Right. away from regime change, interference on other nations, uh, destruction of our industry and economy. He's, he's promoting an idea of a change which, in its broadest implications, is paralleling what Lyndon LaRouche has been fighting for for the last 30 years. Now, that's what has them terrified. Why did they say all these unverifiable things about LaRouche for years? The, you know, there was a frame-up of LaRouche, a rush to judgment, a, uh, uh, the hanging in court, essentially. He was convicted of a one-man conspiracy to defraud the IRS. And Ramsey Clark, a former U.S. Attorney General, said the example of the LaRouche case is the worst case of prosecutorial fraud and persecution of an American political figure he's familiar with in his experience. Right. Uh, remember, Ramsey Clark was a former Attorney General... Uh, his father was a former Supreme Court justice. He's someone who knows his way around these things. And the fact that he made that comment, uh, and to, to his credit, Bill Clinton did intervene in the parole process to make sure that LaRouche got out of prison after five years instead of dying in prison as the Bushes intended. Right. Uh, this is where you see the level of corruption. 
that if you speak out effectively, you can end up dead in prison or just plain smeared to the point that no one will trust you or believe you. Right. So I, I think we're at a turning point in our country now, and this argument around fake news is a useful argument because the people who are claiming that all the news is fake are the ones who are producing the predominance of fake news. Exactly. That's the point, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and the problem is, you see, here are the consequences. What LaRouche is doing, he's just trying to do a, a geopolitical financial disconnect with the banker march toward World War III and the annihilation of the human race in the biosphere. Because if you don't reconnect and start collaborating between nations, you're eventually going to have a thermonuclear, biological, chemical, scalar, and weather war. And humanity's not going to survive it. As much as these people want to go on, you know, to Apocalypse Island in New Zealand or go underground hotels or whatever, they're not going to survive it. And most people don't realize the suicide rate a month being in these hotels underground is enormously high, even if you've got grand pianos and video games and other things to keep you busy while the world's frying up above. So these globalists have got to get a, 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 a real clear idea. They're not going to survive or want to survive, you know, just like the, I think the statement by John F. Kennedy was that, you know, you don't want a Pyrrhic victory where you know, the victor has ashes in their mouth as their victory. You know, it's, or the, the famous statement, I, I believe it was Meinstein, that the right. uh, survivors will envy the dead. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. The living will envy the dead, yeah. So yeah. the thing is the human race realized, and I like one of the statements that Ronald Reagan said, that if we had a, a galactic war or an approaching enemy from another star system to our planet, we might come together as a collective and realize that we're one organism, we're humanity. And we have to not only protect each other, but to protect our biosphere and our planet, because any kind of attack can happen. And, you know, an asteroid war, uh, a coronal mass ejection triggered off by some foreign, foreign alien power that can do that to, to aim the sun. Uh, almost anything. And we need to be prepared for the fact that we're living in a violent universe and that there's lots of challenges to our planet, including our own toxic garbage we're putting in the environment, that in two generations human beings won't be able to viably re reproduce we don't stop the crap we're doing. You know, let alone the worry about carbon credits and global warming. Come on. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. End time is not what you thought. In their new book, 122436, authors Mike and Cheryl Gilmore bring forth a startling new idea on the beginning of humankind, how life begins on Earth, and when our Creator concludes this age. In the book, 
1212-2436, three small groups of individuals separated by thousands of miles discover together the answers to the beginning of our universe and all the life it contains. Mike Gilmore is the author of five Levels of Power novels and the Sled Investigation series. Cheryl Gilmore is current state director in South Carolina for MUFON and brings a lifetime of experience with UFOs and related fields. As a team, their new book about life in the near future on Earth sets aside most people's religious and scientific beliefs. Available exclusively on Amazon in softback for $8.99 or the ebook price for only $2.99. Remember, Amazon softback $8.99, ebook only $2.99. 12-24-36. Get your copy today. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced Wave Moisture Control Units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running effectively over 15 years. They've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide. Buy a unit now and if your home is not fresher and drier, you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months. What have you got to lose? Call now. 1-888-618-WAVE. 1-888-618-WAVE. Or visit MyDryHome.com. That's MyDryHome.com. Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. back and we have a question from Jeff and a statement from Idaho about Dope Incorporated, which of course is Britain's opium war against the U.S. Go ahead and uh, talk about it. Uh, yeah, this is to follow up on Harley's uh, persecution of uh, LaRouche. Uh, uh, Dope Incorporated and uh, Operation Screwworm, Screwworm and uh, uh, Operations out of Mina. Uh, this is essentially what's turning the British Empire uh, on its head. And I've been supportive of, uh, of uh, Harley, your work in the past year or so with a contact I got in Trump's area. And this is why he's been pushing back against the, the drug empire as the British Empire. So he's got these guys exposed. If you have a chance, uh, you might want to have Le Pen look at the, uh, the work of, uh, of M.S. King on the original work on Napoleon, showing how the old world order and the new world order were attacking him. But essentially it's the black nobility. And if you get a chance, look at the, um, the confiscation of four tons. Uh, if you remember uh, the Bushes when they ran the Barbara in uh, the original Cuban operation, uh, look at the Lady Michelle that was captured with four tons of cocaine uh, off of St. Vincent Island uh, in the middle of February. And uh, I think you'll find some very interesting look if you talk with your Russian friends uh, on that exposure. It probably connects directly uh, 
the Obama opium drug war uh, connections that you've been, uh, you and LaRouche have tried to expose, and uh, that'll help those guys. So look at M.S. King as a good historian for Le Pen and the Europeans to overthrow the New World Order. That's all I got. Right. And yeah, uh, yeah. David well, Rockefeller's not with us since yesterday, so hopefully we'll move forward. Okay, just stay right there. Don't go away, Jeff, because i got a question for you. Now, you know what they use with all those trillions of dollars of money the drug uh, war generates? Where do they where do they spend it? Oh, well, I mean, uh, like most of the $2 trillion in corruption. Most of it is uh, corruption. No, for, where, 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 where do you think they spend the money? I just want, I want you to, to to know where this 2 to $3 trillion, which is... Oh, no, 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 the, no. It, it's going for uh, uh, the, the, the apocalypse underground stuff for World War Three that they're trying to basically promote... And right. you know, what's the what's the major corporation that's actually building these underground facilities? There's a particular corporation. Oh, 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 oh well, it, it's uh, uh, it's uh, uh, Nancy Nancy Parkinson uh, Pelosi's uh, husband, Bechtel, probably. Exactly, Bechtel right. Corporation is the primary one. Let me tell you, you know uh, uh, Phil Schneider. Yeah. Phil, yeah. Well, I took care of his buddy who had particle disease, uh, John Fiala. And so, because I had presidential-level security clearance, and I took care of the employees as well as Special Ops Delta Force, U.S. Space Command, Strategic Defense, they gave me full exposure to exactly what's going on, including the actual politics of what's happening with our science projects, including our colony on Mars since 1982 and our full operations in our city on the moon. Okay, we don't just have a little operation that stopped many years ago, and this this uh, so false uh, narrative that was put out that we never went to the moon. They tried to blame it on the Russians, but it was actually an American uh, thing to make sure the people, as they shut down the the NASA space program, which they finally closed the final door during the Obama administration, that we wouldn't believe that we went into space at all or that we ever went to the moon because they don't want people to know what's really going on. And the off-world space projects, as well as the underground cities and everything else that's going on, at the cost of trillions of dollars of illegal drugs that primarily the British are managing with the Americans and the Afghans, etc., trail, everything, including to try to destroy the Russian youth with crocodile, which is really inferior heroin. People right. need to know this. Right. Thanks. Okay. okay. Thanks for calling, Jeff. You're always intelligent. Take, take care. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.